Hey guys, so I'm actually listening back to this clip and it fucking sounds like a band is practicing in the back and it might also be because a band is practicing in the back. Um, and also it sounds like my computer is taking off to literal outer space. Um, so I apologize terribly. Um, the audio fucking sucks. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't really know what to say. This is a 42 minute episode, so you get what you get. Probably should have tested the audio. Sorry guys. I'm talking about some deep issues in this episode, and... All while simultaneously listening to a band practice and watching my laptop take off to outer space. If that's not multitasking... recording um both ways you are getting an audio and a visual right now (laughs) um i'm eating pickle bites but also because recently when i sit down to like record something my cats like come in and be hella cute and i'm like oh i wish you guys could see this right now so just let you know um the reason why this is a visual today if even if it is a visual i'm gonna be talking all this shit about a visual and you're only gonna get an audio um is because of my lovely beautiful cats um i should probably look at you i'm sorry (laughs) um i actually don't know where to look so bear with me with that one um i'm gonna hold it like this maybe see i don't i don't know we're setting it up here we're setting it up oh my god me Here, say the intro. Hi guys, welcome back to 20 fucking something. I'm your host, Michaela, and this is my daughter, Lane Girl. Um, coming at you with another hot and spicy topic episode. I always fuck that up, even in the mocks in my head when I be talking. <laughs> another hot and spicy topic episode about experiences in our 20s. Now I know um, we're gonna like dive in deep. This is gonna be a trauma dump episode. Um, basically answering the question of Bella, where the hell have you been, Loka? Um, oh, okay. So, um, in all honesty, I've been kind of bummed lately. Um, you know, just due to, like, a lot of things in my personal life, um, and a lot of things going on in the world, and, um, Although I am a very firm believer that um, everyone should be able to use their voice, I also do feel that in some aspect, in some way, um, like, one individual voice isn't going to change, like, the trajectory of everything going on. Um, But I do want to address this whole um, Palestine versus Israel thing. I know, it's like Michaela's 25 or something. Um, Why? (laughs) Um... And, you know, it's because I was once an uneducated person. I'm still very uneducated about a lot of things. Um, She's so cute. (laughs) I'm still very uneducated about a lot of things. And um, when I started looking more into the things that were being put out on the media and, you know, just news outlets and all that, I was starting to realize that 
One thing I was very uneducated about was that this is a black and white issue, what's going on between Israel and Palestine, and it's not. Um, and then I thought, you know, it's a very great issue. It's not. It's also not a great issue. Um, what is happening currently and what has happened over the last... Milli not millions, that's a little bit of a... But I really don't... Decades um, is insane. I remember when me and my sisters found out our Jewish ancestry, we found out when we were actually sitting in my Nana's kitchen, and my Nana was like, mm, now's not a good time to be a Jew. <laughs> um, no, but we found out about the birthright trip and everything, and I was like, yeah, I really want to do that, because, you know, I mean, even though we aren't of the Jewish descent that came from Israel, which I will touch on, um, you know, it's still our birthright to see, like, the Jewish birthplace. Um, and that was another place where I was very uneducated. Um, but I, I I definitely don't want to skim over this topic either because it's something so big and even with a tiny platform um, I do think it's important to talk about where I stand not on every political stance but definitely on standing for what's right and what's wrong and what's happening is wrong um, there's no there's no look around or anything um, I'm part of a lot of Jewish organizations in Greensboro and in North Carolina and um I was actually invited to go, they have this, um, this, like, Jewish Federation dinner. I, I don't know if you guys follow, like, any Jewish, um, media platform people. What are those influencers? Yes. Um, they basically had, like, this, I feel like I should look this up. Maybe I should. I think it's, like, the Jewish Federation. They went to the White House, like, in February or January of last year, and they basically talked about, you know, like, politics and, like, the Jewish community and all of that, and, um, I'm part of an organization, and we were invited to go, so, um, I was up until maybe, like, um, about a month ago, probably, I was all very happy to go. As someone who is recently find, found out about my Jewish heritage, I don't ever claim to be the voice of a Jewish person, but um, I do think it's important to see every type of person that's in um, a federation and in an organization because we're all completely different. Um, the Jewish community was very welcoming to me. They were always very welcoming. Um, they definitely didn't turn me away when I was like, hey, I'm 23 and I just found out that I'm Jewish, but I grew up Catholic. Um, and yeah, so uh, I have a lot of great things to say about these federations. However, the emails that I've been getting from those federations during um, what is currently happening, um, a genocide in Palestine and Gaza, um, is really upsetting. Um, and I decided to remove myself from any type of scenario where... Um, we would march for humanity, essentially, because they are labeling it to be, like, we're marching for, you know, what's happening currently right now in Gaza and in Israel. Um, but once you get there, we're probably going to tell you that we're pro-Israel. Um, I do believe that um, Israel has a right to exist, and I know that may be controversial. Um but I don't feel like it has a right to exist in the way they are existing now. Um, and yeah, so um, 
I just wanted to state my opinion on it. Um, well, it's not even an opinion. It's I just feel like those who are being labeled as Zionist are very uneducated people who very who feel very strong about their um, faith and their community that they're in. A lot of the people that are in Israel right now. Um, I know some people in Israel right now. Um, they get very offended when you talk about the issue, and they do talk about free Palestine. However, if you're watching from two different perspectives as someone who's living in Israel during this and someone who's living in Palestine during this, it's completely different day in life. Um, so, yeah. Um, I've been a little bit bummed about that. It wasn't a really good way to end the year, and I also didn't really feel like going on with normal life. Um, but I do have bills to pay. I do have a job. Um, I just don't think it's fair that I am privileged enough to be able to be working, especially in a male-dominated field, and to be healthy and have my three cats who are also healthy because I know um, these people are fleeing their homes without their animals and they're finding their animals in the rubbish of buildings from the bombs um, that the Israeli government has um, thrown upon them. So, yeah, I do ask that you educate yourself a little bit more on the topic and do speak out because, you know, um, we are very privileged to have a voice and when you see something on social media that makes you feel uncomfortable, please share it immediately because they are shadow banning people. Um, who even knows this might be shadow banned? I have posted a lot of TikToks about Israel and Palestine and they immediately get removed, so, <laughs> um, but, uh, when you see something that makes you uncomfortable, um, please share because it's very important that we are getting these images out there on what is happening. Um, I often sit back and think, what would I do if I was alive during the time of the Holocaust? And this is a very similar situation, so I do think that um, using your voice, I mean, as one individual, 4'11", 95-pound girl, that's the only thing I could do, um, is use my voice and talk about how what is happening is completely wrong. So, yeah, um, starting that off on a little lighthearted, that was not lighthearted at all, <laughs> um, but I'm not sorry about it because it definitely needs to be discussed, and um, yeah. So, unfortunately, that's an experience in my 20. I don't get firsthand experience of it, but I am living in the time now, which is fucking completely insane, and my heart goes out to every single person who has lost a family member who has even lost their own life, has lost their house, has lost everything um, because of this issue. It's completely disheartening. So that's the first 10 minutes of this episode. Um, so back to Michaela, where the hell have you been, Loka? So that's part of it because I definitely do not feel like I have a right to be on this earth right now considering people are getting their lives taken away every day. But also this last year, that was the best day of this year. 2023 literally put me through the fucking ringer. Um, so we're going to do a speed round and then I'm going to tell you as to why I've been gone. Um, so speed motherfucking round. Actually, no, I'm going to tell you my plans and to be completely transparent and honest, when I stopped recording a long ass time ago after I was going through a lot of shit, I was convinced someone put a hex on me and I'm still very convinced, you know, sometimes your closest friends can be your number one haters. <laughs> 
Lini, say fuck the haters. Say fuck the haters. Not you. She's just gorgeous. She's beautiful. Um, and I'm also going to talk about how I got Lini. Because last time I was on here, I only had two cats. So, yeah. Um, guys, uh, when I recorded my last podcast, I knew it was going to be my last one. Forever. I deleted my... Um, my subscription to like be able to record and everything and upload on Spotify and I just didn't feel like it was something that I liked anymore. I was very transparent and this being um, therapy for me and I've always been very uncomfortable with the idea of social media and people knowing a lot about me. Um, you know, I, I, I mean, but then there was also the other side where people who I know but are in completely different stages of life from me will hit me up and be like, hey, Michaela, like your last episode, like I related to, um, thank you for putting that out. And that's the reason why I started this because I wanted, because I like looking at people on YouTube and everything and seeing their days and lives and like realizing that, you know, we're all kind of the same. We all go through the same shit. Um, but I realized that by posting just a snippet of my life online, I was allowing people to believe that they knew me. And even though, Sometimes what I share, it's like, well, bro, like, that's a lot. No, I literally share a fraction of who I am online. There's so much that people don't know about me. and But I'm just uncomfortable with sharing any part of my life online. Sharing, um, yeah, just really anything, honestly. Now, um, I've deleted my Instagram. I, dele- I, I had my Facebook deleted, but Facebook Marketplace has me in a fucking chokehold. Um, Twitter was never really my friend after I deleted it the first time, so I deleted it again snap finally let go of that baby because i'm like am i gonna be like a grandma posting pictures of my grandchildren on my snapchat story um what else any other social media i don't think so but yeah those are the main ones that i deleted and i don't feel any type of way about it honestly um i mostly deleted it because i didn't want to see certain things and you know you have to um out of sight out of mind protect your own health mental health um because people are fucking stupid out there and um so yeah i deleted because of that and then i just realized you know i I was i was taking pictures just to post i was doing things just to post and you know you gotta live like i still have a shit ton of pictures in my camera roll now and even getting out of that mindset of like taking these pictures and being like well, what do I fucking do with it now? And I'm just sending it to people. Like, I send it to my family group chat, which I kind of want to, like, leave to. <laughs> um, but I haven't yet because my mom begged me not to. Um, but, yeah, so I'm not really comfortable with, you know, exposing myself um, in my life because I just, I you know, I have a lot going on and I just kind of want to keep my peace and that's what last year really taught me is that you know um you share so much of your life with some people and then they're just gone and it can end on good terms or it can end on bad terms but I'm just not comfortable knowing that someone knows so much about me out there um so I'm just not comfortable with people knowing me I'm very uncomfortable um but yeah so um I'm definitely gonna take a pivot um, from this podcast, I haven't completely decided where I'm going to go with it, but I think I am going to bring in a lot of guests and everything to kind of, boop, 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 um, to kind of, um, let them talk about their experiences and me, like, work off of it, so it's not just me constantly, like, 
talking about myself um because i am i've been keeping my peace a lot these last few months so yeah um so to get back on to like what happened in 2024 that literally fucked me over fucked me sideways bro like <laughs> oh my god i don't want to talk about it um i'm gonna try to get through this episode without crying but <sighs> it's probably gonna happen so i mean I left my job that I was working at for four years, um, and that was very sad because, you know, my boss, like, meant everything to me, um, I owe a lot of my life to my boss, um, he helped me get through college, um, he helped me pay my bills, he was very scheduled, he was, he was very flexible, not scheduled with my flexible, (laughs) no, flexible with my schedule, um, he gave me raises because he knew I was working hard, he, like, helped me buy a house he didn't give me money or anything but he he like showed me the way to like buy a house and it was super fucking easy um and yeah so I left that job because I got a design job and that job ended horribly the director bullied me and um honestly the director didn't really have experience to be in the position she was um I had more schooling than her so that was a little upsetting and frustrated but not only that like from a work like i could take shit like from a work aspect i could take shit but just like the way that she treated me and belittled me and made me question why i even went into the design field like i have never been treated that poorly before and for the first time in my life i was like fuck it i don't have a backup plan i'm fucking leaving i quit that job like three months in but while i was working there i got into a very 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 i could keep saying very for a really long time because i hate calling it this car accident um motor vehicle incident (laughs) yeah and i hit my head just right and when i tell you there was no fucking damage to either car literally no fucking damage to either car and i'm sitting over here with a migraine for two weeks i have ocd so i'm like bitch i'm gonna fucking die um i'm gonna fucking die I my brain is bleeding as we speak um while all this was happening happening I still went to work and everything but after the two-week mark my migraine was fucking awful I couldn't lift my head up I was like I couldn't do anything I was like literally crying um to my partner who wasn't my partner at the time but he was in my life literally crying to him I was like bro like I want to kill myself because I hurt so bad um, so, you, everyone who knows me knows that I'm like, Psst, I hate fucking spending money, um, I hate fucking spending money. She's so cute, and I need to get her. I hate spending money. What's up with this side part, though? But, I kind of, like, sat down, and I was, like, chatting with, like, the Blue Cross Blue Shield representative, and I was like, how much is it going to cost for me to go to the ER? Because I knew if I went to urgent care, they couldn't do anything for me, so I was like, the ER can, like, hopefully do something for me, like, I, what I need is a CT scan because my brain is fucking bleeding. So I went in and I'm a pale ass motherfucker. <laughs> I went in and this lady was like, she's like touching down here. She has like her hand through. The, okay. She's hilarious. Um, the, um, the nurse was like, do you always look like this? And I was like, I don't know. What do I look like? Am I going to die? And she was like, you look so fucking pale right now. And it was also when she like put the tongue depressor on my tongue and she was like say ah and like when I like you can like see like my 
dark circles very prominently. So she was like, yeah, this bitch is about to pass out. She is about to pass out. So uh, I did my CT scan. I did x-rays. But it was great. We were we were vibing. Um, I was fine. They gave me a migraine cocktail. I went home and I didn't lift my head for the next day. So I was like, we are in the fucking clear. No brain bleed. I'm smooth sailing. And then I went to work immediately after that. And um, we were not okay. Um, so then after that, I was like, bro, I'm <laughs> trigger warning. I'm really going to have to kill myself because like this pain is not going away. Um, I would look at my cats and be so fucking sad. I'm like, you're going to lose your mom. Um, I can't even begin to tell you how unbearable the pain was. And the fact that I still had to get up every day to like go to work and pay my bills. That was honestly the saddest part. Um, so all that fucking happened. And I went to a chiropractor. Chiropractor fucking saved my life. I don't give a shit what anyone has to say about chiropractor. This chiropractor saved my fucking life. Um, he, well, first of all, I had to get MRIs done and more x-rays and everything, and he started cracking my neck, and I was a brand new bitch. Um, I was diagnosed with, you know, post-concussive, not, you don't know, but post-concussive syndrome and just, like, reoccurring migraines from a head injury. Um, but for a while there, it was kind of scary because I talk really fast, um, but sometimes it takes me a while to, like, process my thoughts in my head. So it's not super uncommon for me to, like, take a breather, try to figure out what I'm saying. Um, but during that time, it's like my thoughts in my head were going so fast, but I couldn't get them out of my mouth. So I was, like, slurring my speech, couldn't hold up my head. Um, I couldn't, like, turn to, like, I remember I was changing, like, turn lanes on the highway and, like, I couldn't, like turn to see it was it was very scary um but after I got the confirmation that it wasn't a brain bleed I'm like I don't know what's happening if the hospital wasn't concerned why should I be concerned um but the healthcare system kind of sucks so I'm just gonna say that um but the chiropractor he whipped me in the shape bro all was fine after my headaches went away that's when I got consumed with like fucking insane amount of medical bills um and all my savings plummeted, bro. And I was also unemployed at this time. So I was going through a really low, low, but at the same time, a high, high, because like I had gotten rid of my headache. I felt like a brand new person. Um, my cats are like in and out of veterinarian hospitals. Bro, I don't know what was up with them. Sympathy pains are what, but like they, I found out Casper got shot before I found him. So it, it was a lot, but um, yeah, so. I was struggling. I was out on the struggle bus for a little bit. Um, but I, I was doing good and then my migraines came back and now I can almost tell if I'm going to get a migraine episode and it can last from like a few hours, a few days to a few weeks. Um, my last episode ended on Monday, I think. No, I think like Saturday. Sorry. My time consumption is like fucked up. Um, conception is that the word concept of time maybe i don't know anyways it's messed up um my last episode lasted about a week and it was fucking awful um but i do know it's gonna pass like eventually but it's so hard not to like drown 
like my sorrows in Tylenol and migraine medicine and Advil PM and all that stuff because you know it's not good for my liver and I've already been told by the doctors <laughs> your liver is not doing too good right now so that's fun um but around this time I wasn't really going to see my family in Goldsboro because um I don't really I'm not gonna like I, I don't know like I don't really know um I don't really like being around people when I'm unemployed because I feel like I disappointed them and it looks like I'm doing nothing with my life especially with my grandma because she would always talk about my cousins and being like okay there's sirens going brief intermission okay she would always talk about my cousins not having a job she's like here's some ads and like when my aunt didn't have a job she'd be like check the classifieds and so i'm like oh this woman's gonna be talking shit about me if she finds out that i quit my job that i literally just got and that i'm unemployed right now um but um i got a call saying that she had fallen and she broke her fucking hip and i was like this motherfucking lady broke her hip but you know my nana had like personality for like five different people so i'm like she just broke her hip she's gonna be fine um me and I went to, uh, sorry, I just, just, yeah, I just don't know what I should share anymore. <laughs> I went to uh, Goldsboro to see um, my Nana, and she was in the hospital bed, still personality of, not maybe not five, maybe like two and a half people, still fucking kicking. She was fucking living. She was great. She was amazing. Um, and I was in Goldsboro. She got through surgery. It was great. It was amazing. It was, it was fine. Um, Nana was great. She was amazing. She was fine. Um, and then, um, I went back home and it really sucked because I probably should have stayed in Goldsboro. I probably should have, but, um, I'm, I'm very outspoken about this. Um, and I don't really care. No one's ever going to make me feel bad about feeling this way about Goldsboro, but I do resonate a lot of trauma um, to Goldsboro. I feel like I'm not the person I was when I lived there, and every single time I go back to Goldsboro, it's like I'm going back and, like, I wouldn't say the closet necessarily, but I'm going back in time to, like, a person that felt belittled, and that wasn't truly herself, and, um, yeah, I just, Goldsboro holds a lot of trauma for me, um, and now it holds even more trauma, so, um, I'm not doing too well in that aspect, but, um, Nana got through her surgery, she was fine, she was great, um, I came home to Goldsboro, Greensboro, yeah, I, yeah, I left Goldsboro, I came to Greensboro, and, um, my sister was coming down from California, I think, to, like, see my nana or whatever, she normally comes down during, um, when stuff like that happens, she comes down, but it's more like a few weeks later, because, you know, it's kind of hard traveling, she lives in California, it's, it's a lot, she has cats and everything, and now, as a cat owner, um, I understand how hard it is, because I don't have a cat sitter, and, I used to travel my cats for selfish reasons, and I probably still will just because um, I'm very protective over my animals. And um, I love her so much. I'm very protective over my animals, and um, I'm just—I don't know. Like I just, yeah. So um, I don't know if I'll be traveling with them. I mostly just stay home now with them. Um, I love him so much and I don't want to be away from them for a second. Somebody look at that little face. Um, so, yeah. Um, 
my sister came and we saw my Nana and um, her personality was of like her personality was of like a negative one person she wasn't even herself um, it was so scary um, I hate thinking about it um, anyone who knows me and my Nana's relationship knows that it's like she talks shit I talk shit we vibe off of each other we give each other energy like um and anytime we were like mad at each other or not at each other but like angry at certain situations I would just be silly and funny and then she'd laugh and we like it's fine um she was at the nursing home recovering and I was just like rolling around on her wheelchair and Maddie was like sitting on my lap and we were just being funny and everything and my Nana was just very dismissive and like rolling her eyes and that really broke my heart because I knew that wasn't her um but also it hurt because I'm like do you hate me <laughs> um but I knew it wasn't her and but I was like you know she's in rehab for 20 days we're on like halfway there she she'll be home soon enough like everything will be fine everything's gonna be okay Nana's gonna go back home and Nana's gonna be Nana again um, the next day, I decided to go thrifting. Um, one thing about Gold's World is they have this bomb-ass thrift store. So I went there, and I went thrifting, and um, I went to Dollar Tree with my mom. I like to invite my mom certain places because I feel like our relationship is very weird and different. So um, I'm not a huge fan of quality time or anything, but like, I always ask people I love if they want to run errands with me. <laughs> Um, just keep me company while I do the things that I do. Um, but we had gotten home and we were all sitting in the living room and my mom got a call from the nursing home saying that, um, I think something along the lines of, I just want to let you know that, um, uh, your mom stopped breathing, but we're going to get her back. Um, we're going to send her to the hospital. So... Me being the fucking speed demon I am, which coincidentally I get up from my nana, um, I whip the car around <clears throat> even before she can hang up the phone, and I was racing down the highway, and we got to the hospital, and um, my mom was like, "My mom's here. They brought her in from so and so um, nursing home." Blah blah blah, and they're like, "Oh, she's probably not here yet." And then we were sitting outside, and I needed to sit because like. I, I get really bad vertigo so um I went like kind of like across the entryway to sit down and I was like skipping and everything because you know I'm just like the funny silly goofy one um keep the mood light and um I saw that my mom got another call and she started walking away and um so like my sisters were immediately near my mom when she had heard the news um when Maddie was like, Michaela, let's go. Um, so we were walking to the car and Maddie, I think it was Maddie. I, I think it was Maddie because I felt like Gracie wouldn't have said this. It's 56 degrees Fahrenheit with partly cloudy skies. Tonight, you can look for thunderstorms with a low of 36 degrees. Bitch. Also, there's a tornado watch in effect until Tuesday, January 9th, 9 p.m. 
okay um anyways so I my sister was like I just want to prepare you but she's gone and the first thing I said was like it doesn't make any sense she was breathing yesterday she was fine um she wasn't sick she just broke her fucking hip she's not gone they're fucking lying to us um so we get in the car and I'm like fucking speeding speeding like a bitch um bitches speed I don't know I'm fucking speeding um and I almost missed a turn like my whole family was yelling at me and I like looked at them and I was like shut the fuck up shut the fuck up I who, who's driving I'm fucking driving so shut up um and they were like you're so silly you are a silly girl she's weird um i was like speeding and then i almost missed a turn they started yelling at me i started cursing at them and then we get out of the car my mom's like you know you're handling this a lot better than i thought you were um would and um that's when i realized you know it's this is my time to be selfish like i'm, I'm allowed to fucking i'm allowed to fucking be sad um, so we get there and something like so ominous seeing the, the emergency lights on and walking past people and just knowing that they knew that we were the family to the person who was just pronounced deceased um and we get there my aunt's already there and she's just staring at my nana crying and so I just start staring at her and crying and then um when my grandpa passed away, it was like one of the first deaths that I have ever experienced. Um, and during that time, my aunt kind of sat me down and she was like, your grandpa talked a lot about you. Um, and he, he thought that you were really strong. So, um, again, I don't want to share too much on this platform because, you know, these are personal memories within myself that um I want to keep to myself but essentially something along the lines of my grandpa saying that I was a strong person and that my aunt told me that I needed to be strong for my nana my aunt Sherry passed away last year my aunt came to me again she was like you need to be strong for nana um so I was like okay for nana um and then when my nana passed not even like five seconds after I got there my aunt was like you know we have to do it again and I didn't say this to her face but I was like no fuck that fuck that I always said the day my nana dies is the day that I die and I don't know how that was gonna work logically I was telling my friend about it I was like definitely don't think I was gonna drop dead as soon as she stopped breathing but I knew a part of me would have died that day and um I was actually having this conversation with my partner the other day and I was like I feel nothing but sadness and I'm so scared of what grief has made me the person has made me um and he knows he watches me go from being a completely happy person eating a burger to randomly crying um and he just knows and I'll just look at him and I'm like 
God, I miss Nana so much. Yeah, look at me and be like, Keita, I know. I know. I mean, not a single thing in the world can prepare you for the loss of your favorite person. And me being me, trying to distract myself, <laughs> holding my Nana's hand as she was, her physical form um, was still there, but she wasn't there anymore. I looked at my aunt, I looked at my mom, and I looked at my sister, and I was like, I'm taking the damn cat. <laughs> and that's where Lini comes in. That was my Nana's baby. Um, my Nana developed really bad insomnia after my Aunt Sherry passed, rightfully so, because that was essentially her everything um, in those days. And she would go sit out at 3 a.m. and just play with Lini and Lini's mom. And um, Lini has had a hard time adapting to living in my house. Um, and it is frustrating sometimes because I'm like, I took her away from all she knew. But she was pumping out big kittens. <laughs> so, I mean, anything's better than that. She may think it's not, but she was out there in the cold pumping out kittens. So, um, yeah. Um, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Other than, you know, losing my grandma has literally been, like, the worst thing ever. And I have lost a lot of friends due to the way that I'm reacting um, over her death. And all I have to say is, um, to every person I've lost who think I'm overreacting, I really, really hope that you never have to go through this pain. When I lost my Nana, I essentially lost, like, everyone that I've lost before her over again. I was talking to my sister, and I'm like, as, as soon as I moved out of Goldsboro, um, and I went to college, you know, the last few months of the year are always the hardest, but I looked forward to going home for Thanksgiving and Christmas, seeing my Nana and hugging her and my Aunt Sherry, because, like, they were the fucking best talkers. <laughs> and, um, it just, it was kind of just like a reset button for me. And this year, I didn't get to hit the reset button. And I feel like I'm going into 2024 so unfulfilled. I feel like I'm missing, um, a part of me. And the amount of times I've picked up my phone to call her is absolutely insane. I'm not able to wrap my head around the fact that, you know, she's not out there living a life. Um, I see grandma's out in the wild now. <laughs> and I start crying. Um, grief is a very scary thing. Um, I've gone through a lot in my lifetime. And I'm not really scared of much, even though I have crippling OCD, so every once in a while I convince myself that <laughs> I should be scared on a random Wednesday. Um, but grief is definitely the scariest thing ever. Um, I would never wish it on my worst enemy. Um, 
It's like I don't even have control over who I am or what I do. And I think that's another reason why I've been so, like, quiet. Um, because one, I don't want to be told that I'm handling it the wrong way. But I also just want to, you know, heal in peace and allow myself to grieve. I don't care if it's going to take the rest of my life, which it probably will. I'm just so fucking frustrated um, that I had to lose her. Like, I have things of hers in my house now. Like, I have her wedding picture hanging up. I have a fucking cat. Um, I just wish I could, you know, talk to her. And, you know, when my grandpa died and my aunt died, they, like, came to me in my dreams all the time. To, like, a point where, like, my grandpa came to me in my dreams and I, like, sat him down in the dream world. And I was like, Albert, you need to chill the fuck out because, like, losing you was so hard. And I feel like every morning when I wake up, it's like losing you again. So he never really showed up in the dreams. Um, what's really funny is that he would show up in my aunt's dreams when she was still alive. (laughs) He would tell my aunt, like, hey, tell Michaela I said hello. Um, my, I feel like I had like a special connection with my grandparents and I'm not saying that everyone else who was in their life didn't have a special connection with them because they were literally angels. (laughs) I love them. They were not perfect humans, but they, in my eyes, they were, they were top tier. Um, but yeah, my grandpa used to come to my aunt in her dreams and be like, hey, Michaela is like struggling. Um, can you give her some money for me? He would even go to my Nana and, and be like, hey, can you like, call Michaela and check on her my nana will call me and be like hey grampy told me to call you and I'm like this should be strange but it's not (laughs) um I hope everyone gets to experience the love that I felt from her and from him um and I'm very thankful that my mom allowed me or allowed them to be present in my life um a very frustrating and dynamic situation that it's not my story to tell tell can't fucking speak um but i do know that my mom has a difficult past with her family and i appreciate her so much for allowing me to form my own opinion about my nana because i hate that she knows a different person than i did And I hate we have to grieve differently because of that. And I hate that I feel like no one understands. But that's life, unfortunately. Um, We're already at like 40 minutes. So I knew I needed to record this episode to get it out there and to get the ball rolling. Um, Hopefully we'll have some guests up and coming talk about their experiences and everything um but anyone dealing with physical mental pain lingering effects from a fucking motor vehicle accident or grief um just know that um i really feel for you um the empaths out there who are feeling everything that's happening in the world right now i feel for you um i'm here for you you may not be able to find me easily anymore (laughs) 
but I'm here for you. My email is in my um, bio of this thing, and I'm a slave to my email, so feel free to ever shoot me an email. I love forming friendships, and I may be very um, cautious now, um, but yeah. Um, they always say there's a silver lining in everything. I'm having a hard time believing that there's a silver lining in this. Um, this fucking hurts, bro. <laughs> fucking hurts. Um, but yeah. That's where the hell Bella has been, loca. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to another episode of 20 fucking something. I know, she's back, she's risen. Um... Let me know how you guys felt about this episode. Um, It is a Tuesday, January 9th, and I hope everyone has a good week.